I'm your host, Dr. M, and you're listening to Aligned You, a podcast designed to assist you to truly be aligned through your body, head, and heart so you can reach your full potential in your own unique way. Hey there, Aligned You listeners, Dr. M here, and welcome to this week's episode. This week, I'm super excited and pumped to be sharing the third component of our five-part series of Back to the Future, understanding the key foundations so that you can launch your health into the next stratosphere, if you like. might sound a little bit overexcited for this time of whatever time of day you might be listening to this particular podcast. But the five key areas that I've been talking about over this series can certainly play a part in creating the key foundations for you being able to perform at your best in your own unique way. Now, why is it called Back to the Future? Well, as I mentioned in the past couple of episodes, is this particular series is very much inspired by the SD protocol, which is a protocol I learned about back in 2015. And when I first discovered this particular protocol, uh, the theories around it I'd certainly known about for quite a long time, but putting it all together into one protocol was certainly a game changer for me in how I was practicing in my integrative chiropractic practice, but also it shifted the workshops that I was creating and delivering into a whole new area and definitely uh, leveraged and accelerated things very interestingly over the last few years. Anyway, before I digress too much, a quick recap on what we've spoken about in the first couple of weeks is number one, we spoke about the importance of your brain-body connection and really taking it back to the foundations, well, my foundations anyway, which is very much chiropractic, understanding that our structure governs our function and that when our structure is correct, particularly through our spine, it allows our neurological system, our nervous system to actually function at its absolute best, allowing for that optimal performance in our own unique way when it comes to how our body is able to function. Last week, we discussed the importance of breathing. Now, as I said last week is that uh, in last week's episode is that breathing is obviously something everyone is doing if you happen to be listening to this podcast is that we all do it, but whether we're doing it correctly or not is a whole nother story and certainly an area that can be, can play a great role in allowing your nervous system to flip between a sympathetic drive to a parasympathetic drive, which we discussed last week. And it's super important to understand how you are controlling your breath to bring our consciousness to it. And certainly I've speak from personal experience in the sense that for, I would say the first 41 years of my life, I was a pretty poor breather. And over the last couple of years, the ability to be able to control my breath has allowed me to manage my stress levels in a whole new way. So if you haven't caught the first two episodes, of this particular series, I highly recommend that you jump back, must be to episode 37 of Aligned You, so that you can actually start the series from the beginning. The beautiful thing is, though, with these five particular pillars, it doesn't really matter which one you start with first. It's a matter of getting started. And I see so many people making um, the mistake, and I will use the word mistake, is in when they're trying to make change in how they're designing their life, living their life, how they're approaching their health, is they're waiting for all of the different aspects of their life to fall into a perfect order before they actually get started. Sometimes it's about actually just getting started wherever you are right now in whichever first step you can take in the right direction, whether that is you can be focused on your breath today, whether it is that if you're not already getting checked regularly by your chiropractor is that you actually find a chiropractor to go and see to make sure that that alignment is there. Whether it's about what we're talking about today, which will be more around information and how the different foods in our, that we're actually ingesting 
can play a big role in how inflamed we are or we are not. And over the next couple of episodes when we talk about movement and then also mindset, as I said, it doesn't matter where you're starting. It's about that you get started. If you want to make change, if you're happy where you are right now, cool, more power to you, high fives to you. But if you know you could be performing better, if you know you want something different for yourself, then it's about actually taking the big, brave, bold steps to get started, which we talk a lot about in the Warrior Meter. If you haven't heard me talking about the Warrior Meter before, jump back to either my old podcast, Be the Queen of Your Stress, I talk about it all the time, or we certainly uh, um, dove into it earlier on when Aligned You went live earlier this year. But really, when it comes to the Warrior Meter is understanding what is inside your control, what is outside of your control, what you might not be so sure about. If it's something that is not in your control, you can't make change because it's actually in somebody else's control, accepting it for what it is and letting it go. If it's up the other end of the spectrum, if it is in that state of, I know I need to make change, I need to take some big bloody bold steps, then take the big bloody bold steps is perhaps what I'm suggesting to you, Aligned You listeners. So today though, I wanted to dive into inflammation. It's a big topic. There's, it's a really interesting topic. And part of the reason why I find it so fascinating is because of my own journey with it, but also with the journey that I've helped thousands of clients with it over the years, um, whether that's within my integrative chiropractic practice down on the South Coast, pre me moving it up to uh, Sydney into Alexandria, or whether it's other people I've coached or taught through various uh, workshops that I've run over the years, is inflammation is such an interesting area because what inflammation, sometimes people get a bit muddled and I suppose my definition of it is, is a little bit looser than the definition definition of it hope that made sense but what it actually is it's it's inflammation it refers to your immune system's response to an injury or an infection so for example you might think of the obvious ones if you sprain your ankle spraining my ankle is actually part of the reason why i became a chiropractor that's a story for another time uh, it's your immune system's response of unleashing a whole lot of white blood cells to in, engulf and protect that particular area so if you're thinking inflammation you might be thinking redness soreness swellings but Sometimes it's not that bloody obvious. Chronic inflammation can actually start showing a similar cellular response. So you don't actually see it from the outside. And so what I want to, to dive into today is some of the areas that you might be able to control, because it's all about the areas that we can control with what we're actually ingesting into our system that might be creating more inflammation than what we need to have. Hope that made sense. So what we're actually ingesting, what are we putting into our system that actually might be creating more inflammation than we need to? I had a perfect example of it over the last, oh, how many weeks ago? It was about a month ago. I was probably giving it a nudge a little bit too hard in how much playtime I was having, whether that was eating out nearly every night of the week. Um, eating out brings usually having a drink or two at least with dinner if I'm out with friends. Uh, and I just realised that I was creating a, a, a shitstorm, if you like, of inflammation within my system because I was eating, I wasn't eating processed food. I was eating really good quality food at some really lovely restaurants. However, there was extra salt put in and a whole lot of extra love put in probably from the, the restaurants that I was at and and then we start talking about the alcohol involved as well. And what actually happened was my shoulder blew up. My shoulder blew up to the point I actually got worried it was freezing. And it was a big, big sign for a couple of things, some of which I'll dive into more around mindset when we get there in a couple of weeks. But it was a very big reminder for me in terms of when I'm giving it a nudge too hard in one area 
particularly when it comes to food and alcohol, is the physical impact that can have, whether that's I see the scales going up because I'm actually retaining too much water. And that's what I look at when I actually look at the scales. Those of you who followed my journey for a long time, you'll know that in the past I carried a lot more weight, like 30 extra kilos of weight, because that used to be my stress response listen to my language there. It used to be my stress response. It is no longer my stress response. So I, I actually keep an eye on it to make sure that my body is adapting to the stresses around it in an okay fashion. And I noticed that that was starting to spike, which I wasn't very happy about. So when I actually see those but certain signs of inflammation popping up, there's some key areas that I go to straight away. And it probably won't surprise you, aligned you listeners. It is these five foundations that I'm talking about right now. So number one, what did I do when my shoulder blew up? Well, number one, I actually made sure I got in for some extra adjustments. I made sure that I was getting soft tissue work done with it, with my massage around it, with my awesome massage therapist. I was working my movement with my fabulous PT who actually was helping me move back to some foundations to make sure the muscles around my shoulder that was giving me a whole lot of grief to tears, in fact, is that I was actually getting movement and the correct muscles were actually firing off when they were meant to. I shifted my mindset around it as well. And the topic for today is I made sure that I actually tidied up what I was eating and I actually started a nine-day cleanse that one of my dear friends was doing. And it was a matter of actually going from eating out every day to actually not eating out at all for a week, which for some of you might think, well, that's not that hard, Dr. M., Part of my lifestyle is very much eating out. It's one of the areas that I connect with my friends. As most of you would know, I live on my own with my big furball. So eating out, breaking bread, sharing food with with loved ones is something that I find not just nourishes my body but also fills my heart as well. And so actually just reeling back from that for a week, bringing all my food back into very much uh, whole foods that I was preparing at home made wonders in terms of how much inflammation was getting shown up pain-wise from this particular episode. Now, for some of you, that might resonate and you go, yeah, I've been through that period where I've really just nudged it too hard one way. If you think about where we're eating on a spectrum of one end of the spectrum on the right-hand side is that beautiful utopia where you're eating mainly whole foods, being mindful of uh, moderation in terms of alcohol and what other things you're bringing in that you know are toxic, but that you actually have this beautiful balance of what you're eating where it's it just sits in the sweet spot for you. You feel really good. Your energy's great. You know you're not overeating in areas that you shouldn't be overeating in. You're still having fun though. Down the other end of the spectrum is where you actually know you're giving all the wrong foods a nudge that, you know, at one point I did take Uber Eats off my phone because the little whisks were magically working. Uh, without me having to really put a whole lot of thought to it. And then food that I knew I probably shouldn't have been eating was arriving magically at my doorstep. And so I realized that I needed to bring that pendulum back, back to a space where I was eating food that I was preparing myself and that it was enabling me to actually reduce that inflammation in my system. Now, as I said, this might be something that resonates for you. It might not be something that resonates for you. But I wanted to actually nut down a couple of key keys, maybe not the right word, but a couple of the big different foods to actually be mindful of if you are noticing that you're feeling inflamed and bloated. The big four I would pay attention to if you're seeing signs that you're not adapting well to stress is that you're looking at how much gluten, dairy, 
eggs and corn that you're actually having in your system. Now, you might think the corn one is a little bit of weird and wonderful and you go, Dr. M, I don't really eat a whole lot of corn uh, on the cob, is you need to be mindful when it comes to corn and start reading some ingredients on different things that you buy from the supermarket that might be packaged because corn syrups are in a lot of different foods. So if you're mainly eating whole foods, you probably don't need to worry about that too much. But if you're eating things that are coming out of a bottle or a jar that has come from the supermarket, just check in on the corn. Now, for some of you, those different areas may not create inflammation in your system if you're adapting well to stress right now. But if, as I said, you know you're not and you're seeing that area, seeing feeling yourself, put my teeth back in, feeling more inflamed and bloated, then I'd certainly be looking at uh, gluten and dairy. And if the thought of getting rid of both of them just did your head in, pick one. Because when you're eating a lot of gluten and dairy together, they almost become an accelerator of inflammation in your system. So be mindful of that. If you had to pick one, is to, if you could only pick one, is to do just that. And like all things, depending on how inflamed or bloated or unwell you are usually determines how anal you need to be and for how long a period of time. Now, one area I didn't touch on today when it came to the worry meter is the middle section, which is things you might not be sure about whether you have control over or not. And sometimes when it comes to foods and what you should and shouldn't be eating is that's an area you might need some assistance with because I do not believe in a one-size-fits-all approach to when it comes to healing and repairing your inflammatory state when it comes to food. There's a lot of one-size-fits-all programs out there and they don't necessarily suit each person. And so what can happen sometimes is they get sold that they'll solve all your problems because they happen to solve the problem of the person that is now selling it to you. So be mindful of that. And the reason why there's that question mark component within the worry meter is sometimes it's about finding the right health practitioner or mentor to help you point you in the right direction. So aligned you listeners, if you need help with finding the right practitioner to help you do that, please make sure you jump on jump onto the Aligned You Collective, which is our closed Facebook group. Uh, you can reach out to me directly and depending on where you are in the world then I can point you in the right direction of the right practitioner that can assist you with that if you need help but your homework for this week aligns you listeners is to check in with yourself how are you going on that spectrum of I'm eating super well and I would happily show my shopping trolley to anybody walking past or do you know you're giving certain things a, a bit too much of a nudge and it's time to reel it back in it's really a self-audit is your, is your homework for this week, Aligned You listeners. As I said, to check in, how are you honestly doing? Now, this isn't something that you, I'm asking you to send in to me. This is a personal self-audit. And the beautiful thing about self-audits is the more honest with yourself you are, the better the results you're going to be getting in the long term. Before I go today, Aligned You listeners, is my top five. High rotation this week. I'm actually recording this week's episode up in Byron Bay. I had all grand plans of recording this pre-me coming away on holidays, but uh, I didn't. Uh, so I'm recording live while I'm actually up in Byron. And so High Rotation this week has been a whole new playlist. Thank you, Spotify, and thank you, the Mez Bar, uh, the Mez Club, I should say, for playing some really cool music the couple of afternoons I went in for something to eat and a drink. And uh, Tied Up Right Now by the Parcels uh, certainly has created the, the theme songs for this week uh, and my holiday book this week. Excuse the language, but it is the title of the book is Fucking Good Manners by Simon Griffin. It was I went into the book. Uh, when I arrived into Byron and this particular book grabbed my attention and certainly the first half was a very funny read. It kind of lost its 
steam towards the second half. But the first half, I'd say, was a very funny read and it certainly was making me chuckle out loud as I was reading it out and about in Byron this week. What have I done to decompress and de-stress this week? Well, coming up to Byron Bay on my own and just spending some time to recharge. I'd got really weary. This year has taken its toll and uh, and getting away and being able to recharge and reset has certainly done wonders. Quote of this week is, laughter is the brightest where food is the best. It's an Irish proverb. Laughter is the brightest where food is the best. And my final thought for this week, aligned you listeners, is when it comes to our food, it's an area that I think is the most important when it comes to our food choices, is a choice of who you are sharing meals with. Is It's really easy to go on a very solo, uh, alienated mission with food and then you miss out on some of that brightness in life, which is sharing it with loved ones, good mates, good friends, your lovers, your family, and actually having that human connection. Because whilst our food is super important, don't get me wrong, and making food choices is super important when it comes to our inflammation. We're going to talk more about it in the mindset episode, but who we surround ourselves with and having that human connection while we're having that nourishment of food is super, super important. So that's my final thought for this week. So that's it for this week, Aligned You listeners. Bye for now and I'll catch you next time. And that's it for today's episode, Aligned You listeners. Remember to hit the five-star ratings and share today's episode with your friends. And be sure to join our collective on Facebook and Instagram at Aligned You. Look forward to catching you next time. The information shared on Aligned You podcast is of general nature and for information purposes only. It is not specific medical or personal advice. You should seek assistance from your healthcare practitioner for your individual circumstances. Any information provided doesn't imply endorsement or third-party devices or products and cannot provide you with health and medical advice.